Okay. Yes, we had a long time for this. This shit is happening in real time. <laughs> oh, but more man. importantly, Naj is home. Yes, sir. And I'm back in New York by way of New Jersey, though, man. Yes, he's in, he's in the back cave right now. He's not directly there. Yes, sir. All right. I like that CJ. That was a good fade out. Hey, hey listen, that man. That was a I, good I, fade out, I, man. I, I, that I was nice. A, I have a couple of talents, man, aside from making podcasts and, and shit online. So. Okay, okay, okay. So, hey, welcome to another episode of Two Dope Smarts. This is episode four? four? Five? Four. Four or five? Four or five? Four, we got to call it four but five. Cause four but five. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we'll probably do that. Four but five. Um... I'm your boy, Naj. This is the good brother, CJ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, we're just going to let y'all know right now. We will have Will on the show. Yes. Will will be featured on the show. I'm pretty sure he has, you know, him just like me. He has a lot of, uh, a lot he has to get off his chest about uh, NXT last night. Yes, he does. uh, Even Money in the Bank, that's happening right now while we record this. Yes, Um, we're watching. We're actually watching this in real time right now. Right, right, right. We're watching. So so if we cut mid-topic and go completely off on a on a rant or tangent, excuse us, because this is all happening right now as we speak. So um, yes, 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 yes. So best believe, um, we are in the building. Like the good brother said, I am home. I've been here since Thursday. I was here for the Joe Budden podcast, which was really, really dope. How, how's your trip been so far, though, bro? Like, give me a quick breakdown. Uh, the trip was really, really cool. Um, I was here for anniversary. Right, right, right. And Happy here, anniversary. Thank you, thank you, thank you. One year. Yeah. One year. Burr, 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 burr. It's the beginning word. Where's the air horn? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I can't do the show right. and the, and the air right. horn at the same right, time. Right, right, right. Usually, Will does the does the recording, and I have the air horns. Right, right. on deck. We'll yeah. get that. We'll get that. Yeah, we'll get that soon. But um yeah man uh it was really good uh Thursday was pretty much mostly uh just walking around and just getting reacclimated back to the city right touristy stuff touristy shit touristy stuff settling uh, in settling in Friday we linked up right Friday was a uh, Friday was a uh, Friday was dope Friday <laughs> yeah let's just say Saturday started off with hangovers I'm right right <laughs> right right and I hate that fool for that. <laughs> Waking up at like one twenty in the afternoon, right, hating right, life. Right, right. Like I don't even have hangovers. I'm like dry heaving. I'm not gonna lie that those were some of the biggest beers I've ever seen in my life, though. Those were super huge beers. I never, I never got served beer like that. But it was, uh... yeah. And um, we had those daiquiris, those frozen daiquiris or whatever at BBQ. Shout out BBQs. Right, right, right. I had to put them on. I had to put them on the Texas size joints. Yeah. New Yorkers know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, then Saturday was the Joe Budden podcast. Got to meet Joe Budden. That must have been that must have been dope. And uh, got to meet Rory. Got to meet Maul. Got to meet Ice. All those guys. And really good show, man. Really good show. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I got to see Sin. I saw Sin. Sin Santana. I got to see Sin Santana. Shout out to Sin Santana. And she is more beautiful than advertised. 
<laughs> no, but it was good, man. It was good, man. It was just a really good show. And um, today had a lunch dinner, Leonard. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that's what uh, the the highbrow people call it, Leonard. Right, right. That's, that's what they call it in uh, Soho and Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and after that, uh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, a couple of delays. Right, but right, right. Uh, we're here now. Right. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. Last weekend, uh, UFC, I believe it was 225. Yeah. CM Punk suffers another loss. Another one. Another loss. Another one. Um, I'm going to start this off by saying, I told you so. <laughs> did, did, did we do did we do predictions? I we we didn't do predictions on the show, but I've been you know I I I wished Punk the best in uh in the previous episode. I really hope that you know his victory in the WWE case. I I really wish that that would have you know tra- that good luck would have transpired into him winning in the octagon. Facts. However, this was. This was not something that we didn't expect coming into this. And this, you know, everybody kind of said that. Like, this is... Punk's already old. The guy's, what, 40? 40, 40? 38, 39, 38, something like 39, that? pushing 40. And you're going in there against the best guys in MMA. Like, the UFC isn't isn't a fucking preliminary or stepping stone in mixed all. martial arts. You're going against the creme de la creme of, of the sport. Right. These are the best guys. This is the best MMA has to offer. So, for you to be trying out, because that's what it looked like if you watched the fight, it looked like a fucking tryout. It was an amateur against a, a complete professional, mm-hmm. which uh, I guess Mike Jackson, the guys, he was fucking toying around with Punk, but he was doing wind up punches and, you know, not even looking and his, he, he wasn't focused half the time. Like, it was, it really showed the difference in skill between the both of them. In my opinion, um, I kind of felt that Punk was going to lose. But uh, I was just really disappointed at the fact that it just... In, at the end of it all, it just felt like a fucking sideshow. Right. It just felt like it wasn't even a match anymore. It was just something that you saw, you know, like a, right. it, a commercial it, break or you, something. You know, honestly, it, 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 that could have gone down on an episode of The Ultimate Fighter. Right. Like, if that would have happened on Spike TV or whatever they call it nowadays, I wouldn't have been mad at that. I feel like Punk should have went to Ultimate Fighter. Right. Um, but, hey, man, it was... It happened. And, um... He and lost. And now it's time for him to come home. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask you that. Where does Punk go from now? Does he come home? It, it's time. It's either, it's either you're going to hang it up from... From competing in general. Right. Sports entertainment, you know, if you choose to go the indie route, whatever the case may be, it's either you're gonna hang it up or you're gonna come back to what made you great in the first place. Um, I necessarily, I would love for CM Punk to come back, but I don't think he's coming back. You don't think so? Nah, I just think like he's one of those jilted ex girlfriends who's just <laughs> like, yo, I'm done with you. It was a bad breakup in the first place. All right, all right, but here's, I have to ask you this question then: What does a CM Punk coming back do for a place like New Japan if he if he should happen to go to New Japan. Oh, there's definitely a place for him. You think so? Yeah. I and I mean that would that in question cuz that would not only add to uh 
give give New Japan even more legitimacy with the with the Western crowd as they call it. Right. Uh, but that's also that kind of gives them like a like a gateway to a direct threat to WWE, don't you think? Like, yeah, I kind of see if that ever happened. I kind of see that um, CM Punk in that Chris Jericho role, like mm-hmm. Chris Jericho plays. Hold up, bro. Not to cut you off. The New Day went with Kofi Kingston in Money in the Bank. Okay. Bruh. I like this. I like this. What? It, I was I, I was kind of wanting Big E for this. I, I, I did, but I'm going to tell you why I like this. Because Kofi should have been champion years ago. And I always say that. Well, we'll, we'll, ne- we'll never really have a black champion. <laughs> in, he should have in... won when he feuded with Randy Orton. We're going to get back to this later. But that just came across our screens. I like that. Okay. Yeah. But um. But back to CM Punk. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be in that uh, Chris Jericho role. Um, Like how he's doing right now. Like sporadic performances. Right. But here and there. Um, maybe do a couple of stateside shows when they come over to the States. Okay. Probably fly over, do a couple of over there. Because cause that's my thing. And, like, really sitting and thinking about the topic, and I've had a whole week to really digest it. And, uh, you know, he this is a guy who's been to the mountaintop in WWE. You Facts. know, he's he was one of the longest reigning champions. He Which we'll know, talk about later. Exactly. You know, he's... Uh, He's he's done just about everything there is to do in that company. Yeah. He's a guy who's also looking for the next step. He's looking for that next, you know, uh, next accolade or brass ring to grab or whatever the case may be. So why not go to New Japan? Exactly, because the next step for him is he's done it all here. It would be the IGWP championship. That yeah. would be the next step for CM Punk. I would love to see some CM Punk, Tetsuya Naito matches. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him and Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, CM Punk and Okada. CM Punk and Omega. CM Punk and Omega. That could be crazy. See, and CM Punk could be all in, and we don't even know it. I've been saying this for weeks now. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I've been saying this for weeks, and I'm not going to drop don't, it. Don't lie to the people like that, man. Don't lie to the people like that. Really don't. If CM Punk is all in... I'm going to start the show the same way and say, I told you so. <laughs> okay. All right. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. CJ is predicting that CM Punk will be an all-in. And if he's right, he's going to tell you. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. So when CJ is proven incorrect, I would like y'all to go at, at CJ tweeted. Yeah. C-E-E-J-A-Y tweeted. Uh-huh. And please lambast him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I'm not Drake. I want all the smoke. Oh, he he wants smoke. He's the chimney. Speaking of which. I wish I had that drop that Joe Budden has of the the Funkmaster Flex. I want smoke. Call me Mr. Chimney. Speaking of smoke, directly following the CM Punk match on Twitter. Your man Corey Graves kind of blew up, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey was on one. I don't know if Corey was drinking, of Corey was smoking that good stuff. Hold up, segue, side note. This is the first show I've done sober. Oh, that might change before the end, but we'll, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll I, I just that. had to. I just had to throw that out there to myself. Right, 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 right. 
But uh, yeah, I, I, he must have been. I don't know if he was on one. I don't know if he was like, yo. It seemed like he was in his feelings. I'm not gonna lie. It seemed like it was coming from a genuine place. But you know what? A lot of people have said this behind the scenes that like CM Punk cut everybody off who he was cool with with the WWE. He kind of played that jilted ex-girlfriend. Right. Like, yo, you gonna ride with them that you can't fuck with me. Right, right, right. This, that, and the third. Um, And I thought that was whack. Okay. I thought that was whack. So I kind of under... I totally understood where um where the, the boy Corey was going from, was coming from, excuse me. I mean, it, what what what... What gave it credibility for me was when he was like that. Uh, that punk was one of the first people to, to hold his, his son, son before him. him. He wasn't even there. That's legit. Like that's that's legit. So if anybody yeah. has something to say about that subject right. about him, it'd be him. Now you know people bashed Corey and they was like, you know, Twitter ain't the place to do that and blah blah blah. But where know, else? My, my thing exactly. My thing is if y'all if y'all not talking no more, where else is he gonna do it? Like mind your fucking business. Homeboy had a legit gripe with CM Punk. The same, like, I'm gonna put it out there where you can see. Yeah, it. facts. There's no, there's y'all don't know what happened behind closed doors to make these two men not want to fuck with each other no more. It's deeper than that. And he said it was still love. Exactly. He exactly. Said it was still love. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah. Mind your business, son. It was like some angry Kanye Big Brother type yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was some Kanye Big Brother, but I don't angry. Think it, exactly. I don't think it came from a place of salt. I, it came from a place of hurt. Like he yeah. was more hurt than anything. I definitely give you that. Definitely agree with you on that, man. Definitely agree with you on that. Um, Corey Gray's man. Um, and also, excuse me, Booker T. I saw. Yeah, gave him that ether too. That uh-huh. that make it burn slow, mm-hmm. make his soul burn slow on the pregame show. Mm-hmm. Booker T's out here on the low. <laughs> Booker he, T's out here. He's out here. He wants smoke too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you feel about he, what do you feel about that? Those comments he said. I think people fail to realize that, like they fail to realize who Booker T is. Like this five is time, not five facts, time, five facts, time, five time, five time, and hit the spoon, spin a rooney on your ass. Like he's not. This is not a guy who you're going to have words with or you think you're going to play and it's just going to be that. We heard about the backstage altercations with Booker T. Like, we know. Like, he, he gives it up for real. Like, this mm-hmm. it's, it's not a it's not a game with him. So. And a lot of people have come up under Booker T. Facts, uh, facts, The facts. Usos trained up under Booker T. Ember Moon is trained up under Booker very T. Very well respected. Very well respected. Very, uh... And, and just a real dude. Like, Booker... It's... It's funny because a lot of the time, like, on commentary, like, they'll make a joke about him or, like, you know, the way he talks or the little quotes and everything, but... I love Booker T on, on commentary. I'm sorry. That, I and, like Booker T on commentary. But but what they fail to realize is he will hit that Casanova on you and knock your teeth out. Like, it's not it's not a game with Booker. Like, so, I think this they is take the, the kindness This is the weakness. person You're right, right. who back in the day told Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. right. We coming for you. And it was dead serious, too. Every time I think about Booker T, I always think, I'm sorry, shameless promotion. I think about a line on a song I did <laughs> called Omega versus Okada. And you can find that on SoundCloud. Shout out to Jules. Shout out to Jules. Um, they're going to try to redo everything you put in. So right. know the difference between a rock bottom and a bookend. Right. Because the bookend was a straight up carbon copy of the of rock, the rock bottom. bottom. Right. Um... So, I don't have a problem with what Booker T say. Hey, man, he's a vet. He's respected. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, if anybody got any leeway to talk his shit, it's definitely Booker T. Absolutely. My only gripe is that Booker T just needs to come home. 
Yeah. Cut them, cut them fucking dreads off, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the Stevie Wonder braids going on right now, bro. You ain't Rich Swan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yo, we're going to take a pause right quick. We might play a song. We might not. But when we come back. New Japan. New Japan. A lot of Dominion, stuff being talked about. Oh, yeah. I got, I got a hot take on New Japan, too. But I had a... I had a I had a bit of a uh, meltdown in the city. I'll, I'll discuss that in the next segment, though. Okay. So, uh, we'll be right back. This is Two Dope Smarks, man. Well, right. I'll let you in a minute. Right. Yo. Oh. Here we go. Back by popular demands. Ladies and you. gentlemen, you asked for him. You wanted him. He's back. The commission's here. You got to give what the people what they want. You got to give the people what they want, man. Absolutely. Man... Man, man. <laughs> so many thoughts. So not many enough. Thoughts. Not enough time. First of all, I just want to say in an early, quite premature, but rest in peace to Tristratus's record because uh, Tristratus has seven women's title reigns. And as of right now, Charlotte has six, Sasha has four. And now Alexa has five. So, yeah, that record is toast, bruh. Yeah. Hot potato with the title. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. See, I think you brought up that point earlier right. in, our, in our segment. Right. Okay. All right. We are all in the same accord. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. from New York, we are still here. Right. That's, that's literally the first thing I thought when she cashed in. I'm like, yo, that record is toast. Yeah, it, it it pretty much is toast. So, well, what you think about uh, what did you, what did you think about Dominion? Excuse me. Dominion overall, I enjoyed it, like top to bottom. I definitely think the last two matches stole the show as we expected they would. Oh, wow, yeah, that, that was crazy. Wow, um, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are watching this in real time. Braun Strowman just won Money in the Bank. Oh my God. And pretty much a lock to get. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's it's a wrap. Like who he? <laughs> unless they cheat, he's bro, he's a new he's a new champ, bro. And, and Will, I was just telling him earlier too. Braun is not a he's not gonna wait. He's cashing in ASAP. Oh yeah, monster, monster. But well, you gotta, you gotta figure he's on Raw, so he gotta wait till next time you see Bron- Lesnar. Yeah. Oh my so god. Who, who, who knows crazy. when that? Will, who knows when that will be? Because Lesnar's not even booked for SummerSlam yet. Facts. But but Dominion, I, right. on a on a sidebar, I like I enjoyed the match. I definitely think this is the last opportunity they had to put the belt on. <laughs> <laughs> last opportunity they had to put the belt on um on, on Kenny because at the, at this point if they didn't do it, there's he has no viable reason to have a rematch ever again. Right, like not against Okada. So like they they had to. Um, I definitely think the. Just like with all the rest of the matches, it will fire matches, but that hour an hour plus runtime is ridiculous, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not for nothing, it, it also added to it that Okada called Omega out. Like you know, what right? I'm saying? Like it just mm-hmm. made it, it made it that much better. It really yeah, did. I, I definitely think this kind of like an all or never, uh, uh, an all in or never type thing. Like no Boom. pun intended. Yeah, no, definitely no pun intended. But and with them trying to expand into the U.S., because like think about it, Omega was just at E3. And then he's going to be at this the other gaming conference, CE, I think, and um, CEO, in yeah. 
CEO in, in Florida with the belt. So another another opportunity in the in America to keep to how to spread New Japan. So right, it's definitely the right move. I love Dominion. I thought it was dope. Um, I love seeing. I love. I love the Naito um Jericho match. Jericho match. I thought it was great. Great. Um, I thought it was great storytelling in the Okada Omega match. As always, it's so psychological. Um, it was cool seeing uh Rey Mysterio with the dope costume. Right. Facts. Um, it was. I really enjoyed Dominion, but on on some real shit. Fuck all that. What was up with Takeover? This is what this is why we all here. This is why yeah. all three of us is here. Right. Takeover sets the standard for damn near every show not named PWG. Facts. Say it again. And, I need you to say that again. NXT Takeover sets the standard for in ring work for every show not named PWG. Specifically PWG Bola every year. Specifically. Right. And once again, they did it again. Like, the worst match of the night was the championship match. Right. And that, that's, and like I said last night, that's not an insult. <laughs> yeah. It's just the fact that it was so many good other matches. Right. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not an insult. Late. Holy. I did, not realize, I did not realize Matt Hardy's compound was that big, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Snigger got, got acres. <laughs> Watch the WWE 24 Hardy Boys Woken. Damn, he got acres. They showed the house, Mad Woods, and then like the dirt part. Like I was like, yo, that's that whole white money. So so hey. so so while we're on the subject of takeover, I had one gripe with the whole show, and I think Will knows what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. My man Velveteen Dream should have won that, bro. It do, it still doesn't hurt him. It, it doesn't. Yes, hurt him. It, but that, that's that's not the pro, that's not it's, the problem. It, it doesn't it. hurt him right now. But we're gonna end up falling into the same situation that we did with Ziggler. Same situation we fell into now. We're falling into now with Nakamura, and they play him very dangerously by falling into that into that hole again with with Oscar. You can't just because somebody's over doesn't mean they don't need to win. Um, I feel like. What they're doing with uh, Velveteen is it is reminiscent of how they built um, Sienna, right? Because mm-hmm. remember, Sienna didn't win a lot of his uh, early takeovers. Yeah, but you know what it is. Also, Sienna wasn't nowhere near as over as Velveteen at all. Yeah, until he got Zelina. Okay, all at right. all. Like, it's a, and that's what I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I'm worried that he's over right now. But at a certain point, you're gonna become look like okay, you're gonna get a five star match out of him every time. Right. But so what? And not gonna win. Like, if you if you really want to, you could put the strap on Velveteen right now. Right. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. You could put the strap on Velveteen before Ricochet. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, Ricochet. Yeah, he benefited from going over on Velveteen, but that's just it. Like, all right, you beat Velveteen and whatnot. I think Ricochet proved that if not, if he didn't prove it already. He's a star. He was a lot more than flips in this match. Oh, yeah. A lot more than flips. And, that, and, I, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that from him because, like, we all know that he can jump and fly. But the fact that they worked a technical match the first half of that match was what, what I needed to see from him. I'm like, all right, I, I believe that you can survive and not get pigeonholed as a cruiserweight. Right. Right. Not only that, I mean, when it comes to Ricochet, it's like, like, like I just said, you know, you beat Velveteen, now what? Because I don't think 
that him going over on Velveteen exactly puts him in. Do you feed him to Alistair? No. Do you feed him to Alistair Black now? Like no. what? What do you I, what do you do? You put him against Adam Cole for the for the for the North American? That's so. that's that's what I would that's what I would move him next because I definitely think they're gonna move Tommaso. If they don't do uh, Johnny wrestling and Tommaso one more time for the rubber for the rubber match, which WWE loves to do, I can see them putting Tommaso against Alistair. I can see that happening. I, I already said it in the city. Um, I think that Tommaso beating Gargano sets up the triple threat in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where these next round of tapings go for go sure. Because because the UK show is going to have a title match, but it's a it's a tag team match. Like it's Ricochet and Alistair versus EC3 and and Velveteen in right. and um in London. So after that when they come back for tapings, like I want to see where those tapings go cuz that's going to lead us right into Brooklyn. Um ladies and gentlemen, if you can't hear, um CJ's son is also upset that Velveteen Dream lost. Right, and my, my son is teething right now, so my baby's going through it, but he typed that Velveteen lost too, damn it. He, that's, his <laughs> that's his favorite guy. <laughs> He's like, yo, my teeth hurt and my man's lost, man. Fuck Facts, this, man. yo. You know his, little, his little three-eyed glasses, they, they just got a little, a little bit of tears under them right now. That's right. <laughs> but um, I loved it, man. I love that. Man. Oh, yeah. I love the, the entrance. Yo, they gave Velveteen like at least ten minutes. Let me say. Oh you yeah, something. he was stunned. Let me say something. The fact that they're letting Velveteen be great and letting him do what he wants to do with this character, mm-hmm. it it the the main roster should really take notes. I know we we say we don't like to compare too much, right? But when you let a guy do the simple things like wear the Prince Puma tights and uh and come out with the Hulk Hogan shirt and the boas and. You know, hit the poses and the know, rock, the exactly. rock and Hogan pose. Yeah, like mm-hmm. those little things add so much. It's, it's the littlest things, but they add to the to the dynamic of the match. Because I mean, as great as Ricochet was performance wise, everything memorable from that match came from Drake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, man, Velveteen made me proud, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he came out with the. He came out with the gear, and I, I said it in the city again. Ricochet came out dressed like a Fortnite character skin. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. <laughs> definitely did. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, it was like it was like as much as Ricochet had to had to benefit from this win. I feel like Velveteen kind of earned it a little bit more. It's crazy because this Hogan said this man couldn't do a promo. And he's the best promo guy they got. And it was weird because he won the promo challenge. Yeah. Like, right. Because Jer- like, Jericho in the background, it, Jericho's in the background, he won the contest. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I just wanted more. That was uh, that was Hogan's racist showing. But, uh... Right. Because <laughs> everybody said, they said, looking back at this clip now with, with the context of what we know he said, it's like, yo, this whole clip changed. Like, you would just think, no, Hogan's trying to pull that out of him. Right. But because of what we know, it feels like, nah, Hogan just don't like that nigga, yo. Facts. <laughs> Super facts. Um, uh, what y'all think about the Nikki Cross match? Oh, fuck that. What did y'all think about Undisputed Era and Owen and Danny Birch? The one they curtain jerked like the Hardys and Edge and Christian used to. Like, they set that place on fire and said, yeah, follow did. that shit. Like, I was very impressed by Orny Lorkin. Like, specifically, because I really wasn't into him after watching him on NXT, but him specifically impressed me last night. I don't right. get the one-two thing. I guess the, the one is Oni Lurkin. It is, there's one in his name, 
and then two is uh this is Danny Birch's second time. His this second time, second yeah. Because he got he got signed so originally. So only the one, and mm-hmm. Lord, and now uh, Danny Birch is the two. Excuse me. Yeah, because he got signed. He got signed originally right after the original UK tournament, but right. didn't stick. Right. This is good investigative reporting that y'all have done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I actually, did y'all collaborate on this? No, I actually googled that. So. <laughs> oh, okay. CJ <laughs> doing some investigative fucking reporting. And you know, the only show I watch religiously right now is NXT anyway. So I was like, oh, what the fuck happened to him? <laughs> Talk about it. I think, I think right now we got to be the three biggest NXT marks on the planet. Like, Facts. <laughs> Um, I thought it was a great match, man. <laughs> I thought it was done. I, yo, I literally thought that Oni was dead after he took that back bump off the apron. I right. thought it was done for him. Well, I mean, they got a station after the match, so uh, there's you know what I'm saying? That's like the highest you could get as far as uh, not it, winning a championship goes. So, do they, uh, do they but, go on as a tag team? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, they go. I would say so. I know for me, I that that back bump on the apron, it was the first time in a long time I legit stood and said, Holy. shit. That's what like, I did. That's what I like, did. I like, I legit jumped out of my seat, and I was like, yo, what the? Like, it was no way, like, he's supposed to hit that hard. And if he did, not, like, props to him, yo. Not for nothing, though. And it, it, it's, it only makes sense that they go on as a tag team because look at how deep NXT's tag team division is right now on the yep. low. On the low. They still got heavy heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. They got the War Raiders now. They got the mighty, you know, TM61. Yeah, TM61. Heavy Machinery need to get the fuck out of here. They you, need, bro. nah, after seeing them in New Orleans, I'm, I'm kind of sold on Heavy Machinery. I like the way they, I like the way they work. Um, They got, uh, who else? They got Only and, Only and Danny Birch. They got, um, right. Undisputed Era. Street, Street Profits. Like, you Mustache know, Mountain. Exactly. Mustache Mountain, who we haven't seen in a minute, but they still there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so deep, the competition, that it's like, yo, as, as, and that's the thing that NXT does so well with themselves too. Like every they make cha- a deep roster. Exactly, it's a deep right. roster, and every championship means something. The women's championship means something. something. The men's, you know what I'm saying? Like every title, you like you 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 gotta earn that shit. Like there's no shortcuts to that shit. So, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what, was we, what was we talking about? NXT. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh. Still don't know what I'm talking about. Hold on, Jesus that. Christ! Yeah, you know, <laughs> side back. They going. They talk on this Hardy documentary. They going back to the part when Jeff got popped for drugs. Everybody know I'm a humongous Jeff Hardy fan. I remember being Soma. so. He was I remember being so, 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 so disappointed, man. And then to come to find out, it was on some. It was on some bullshit. Like a cops. I mean, a cop. A fan sent him a package of stuff in the mail, and that's what prompted the raid. That's crazy. Goddamn fans. Right. So, speaking of, you know, money in the bank and everything that was happening with Strowman winning. Uh, Did, hold up. Didn't we talk about uh, the Alistair match? Mm-mm. No? No. We I no, we didn't. It, it was meh, but it was only meh because it was just a whole bunch of good stuff that happened. I, I mean, and I don't even think it was meh. I think it was solid. I think Lars showed out, man. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people was talking about that. Lars showed out. He showed the fuck out last night. Uh, but, other than the, Lars, the horrific box. Lars has been consistent showing out. <laughs> he was I right. thought he was great in that uh, ladder match ladder match. on New Orleans. Yep. Yeah. And he was great against um homeboy from Sanity, um Killian Dean. Yeah, that was yeah, a good match. That was a good match. That was a good match. You know what I'm saying? So Lars where, where is Sanity? Sanity 
uh, I believe they've been held off of SmackDown due to some copyright issues or something like that. Uh, yeah, I read something about that, about Sanity, the the name being copywritten, which you would think they would have caught by now. Right, But right. But also because supposedly, now this is all rumor and innuendo, um, that they're not, they don't want to bring them up. Until, they don't want to debut them until they have something for them. So I don't know if that means, hey, they wanted to have give Nikki one last wrestling uh, match. Duh, they got the Bludgeon Brothers. Or give Nikki one last wrestling match. Honestly, and then bring them up, or or they're just being smart. And, that would be like, dope. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right think now. Because Before I see Sanity versus the Bludgeon Brothers, I would like to see Sanity versus the New Day. Right. Ooh. Hold like on. Can, can we can we speak for a minute that WWE Network is legit showing TNA clips? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely Jeff Hardy. Bag right now. Like, cause then I just I just watched the AJ Styles something else to wrestle with, and they had clips of AJ Styles and Tina. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going they, on? They this bizarro the, world. They yo, also are, did that on the table for three with uh, AJ Styles. Are they going to talk about the, the, the Sting Force pin? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Like, the, like I said, folks, bro, this whole episode you're listening to right now is in real time. Yeah. Which is not which is not what we usually do. But, so uh, special. I thought Shayna was alright. Um, yeah, that, like that. Meant, like, once again, it was just a, everybody else was on fire that night. So Listen, bro, uh, that, been, mat, been, that match was good. I've been trying to tell people that Shayna is earning her spot for the longest. I now. told people yeah. that since takeover. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I told I'm people that since takeover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you you could argue right now that Shayna is a better performer than Ronda is. Nigga, get but, out of my head. That was the point I was waiting to make. But also, though, head. if but also she's had more experience than Ronda. Like she exactly. was actually doing the independent shit for me. Yep. Right. She did she did the indies for a couple of years. So she's already ahead of Ronda. Just Ronda's yeah. a bigger star. Yeah. But Ronda uh, can't Shana, do no Ronda can't do no Shana, PWG yeah. or no Evolve and not have a humongous ass crowd. No matter and where, no matter where Ronda went, it was gonna be a big deal. So just go right to the main roster. They just got work on her um her on mic skills. That's it. Yeah, she she was bumping. Other than that, other than that power bomb bump tonight, she took she took bumps really well. She looked good. And shout out to Nia for leading that match, looking like a million bucks. She right. made both of them like a million bucks tonight. Right. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what the fuck, man. Anyway, so uh, so. Lesnar has reached 435. Was it well when I did the four yep, 435? Now we're like, what, 440? Gotta be, yeah. So, Lord, uh, Ribby Hardy. I'm, lo- I'm looking at Matt Hardy's wife. It's bullshit. Lesnar's reign is bullshit. We all know that. It's, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a play off of the fact that he's Brock Lesnar and he's been in the UFC and he's. He's a former IGWP world champion. And, mm-hmm. you know, the guy's been champion everywhere he's been. And, you know, it it, it, it it only opens the door to legitimize other guys on the roster because now you can't slight a Roman Reigns for saying, well, fuck him, I'm here every night. You can't slight a Seth Rollins for saying, well, fuck him, I'm here every night. Because right. these are the guys that are putting on, you know, and, and that's one thing, like, I, you know, I've been very public with my dislike for Roman Reigns, but the fact of the matter is, the guy did get screwed out of the championship at greatest Royal Rumble ever. Yeah, like just, just, just give it to him. Like at this yeah, point, like, like, like at like, this point, like, and just I think give that's it to the him. point where that was the point where even guys that hated Reigns were like, "Yo, just put the fucking belt, belt on him." Yeah. Like, right, like me. 
me and Will was talking about it. Like, just put the fucking belt on him. Like, but but likely we're we're you know it's it's likely that we're gonna see Brock change uh does the title change hands soon and uh Brock comes to SummerSlam. Brock will exit the uh Brock will exit the WWE. We don't know if it's shortly or if it's long term because uh he's looking for smoke with the uh, oh, with John Jones. Don't talk about it. Word. We about to talk about it. You know, I'm not even going there. Nah, let's just keep it the show. All right, you know that what? Was, that, that was a sad. That was a sad point. Yeah, but you know what it is. We gotta revisit this. So I'm gonna make it uh, a, a point now that on next week's show, Thursday night, we're gonna talk about the the sting pin. Yeah, you know what? Listen, Will CJ is trying to play Inception with me right now <laughs> because, like, for the past couple of weeks, this fool has been like, "Yo, we need to talk about Impact." Is this your way of trying to talk about Impact? I got a couple things I want to say about Impact. Is this is this your way of trying to slide I'll, your way into talk? About I'll Impact? put it like this: Impact has a lot of people that I really like on their roster right now, you know especially in the women's division. But it, it, because of Shout their out Tessa past, Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard is one. Shout out the homie Casey Spinelli. She's been Shout a out she's, been, Hogan. she's been Shout she's out been Christopher Wavy Bridges because that's the only nigga that I know that watches fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mega. Nigga, make impact great again. Great again. Word. Shout out the jewels, man. But they have talent. It's just the fact that it has the stink of it being TNA all over it. Like, oh yes, that that's all that it is. If this was any other company, people would have been talking about like it was the greatest thing, right? Um, damn. And they're actually talking. They're talking about the stink yeah, pen. Holy I know. shit! I just, I just had like the the open mouth. Take thing him out. I just. Wow, even the footage, like, Bischoff said, you're going to be a stinger splash and it's over. I just, and it's a uh, scorpion death drop and it's over. Wow. You can see and, the disappointment on their faces. Yeah, and Sting held him down, mouth, too. His mouth disappointment. Look at you, CJ. <laughs> Look at CJ. Um, Where we at? Where we at? Where we at in the docket? Um, Lesnar and John Jones. Oh yeah, so Lesnar said he wants all the smoke with John Jones. They've been going at it for for a while now, like a couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Lesnar said he wants the smoke with John Jones. With he didn't want that cokehead smoke. He don't want that. Allegedly, allegedly. Well, the second time was allegedly, right? But the first time, yeah, that that was coke. Well, I mean, how long? You know, that's that's going off into a tangent because, you know, John Jones has been doing that for a long time. This is mm-hmm. what got him the ban from the UFC. Right. Uh, I think uh, I think Lesnar, I think Lesnar even entertaining that is kind of a jab at the UFC in the same sense because this is a guy that you know they're trying to shed the image of, and you trying to give him life again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Hmm. Does it happen? Do you if you're Dana, do you set it up? Well now that you, you basically fired punk on live TV, you know, McGregor's fighting once a year. Hell yeah. If you Dana you, you set that up if you can because you need to pay them. Hmm. But they still haven't came out if whether or not he uh excuse me, if he really failed or not, because they said that it looked like he didn't fail that test. That was a a, a bad testing. Right. You know what it is, bro? There's so many failed drug tests and shit covered up in the UFC that I really couldn't. Like, I, like there's no way to really, you know what I'm saying, keep an eye on any of this shit. Okay. So, uh, guys, we alluded to this earlier. Um, I even said it. 
you even said it, CJ. Um, Hogan is, you know, he's been trying to come back. He's been trying to, you know, he wants that old thing back. And he said uh, recently that it's moving along kind of fast right now as far as a return to the WWE. Do we want Hogan back? Um, Fuck I'm, Hulk Hogan. I'm, Hulk I'm give, Aloysius Hogan. Fuck him. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer right now. Uh, in the In the words of... The uh, in the words of the coding god, future, uh, I'm good, love, enjoy. <laughs> wow, I was wondering if you were gonna get the reference to that. Sensational, yeah, sensational. Wow, no, nah, man, I, I don't, I, I could do without Hogan. I'm good, man. I got, I got what I needed from Hogan in the last run. I'm good, Hogan. we done with you, nigga. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we, we, we done. Um, and I'm sorry, Mark Henry doing that fucking tap dancing Sambo type shit, talking about if he apologized to the locker room and shit. No, I don't want to hear that shit, my nigga. Yeah, but you got to understand, Mark Henry is, 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 is so out of touch. He's an old school guy now, as crazy as it is for those words to leave my mouth. Yeah, this is a man who cried on stage for um, Owen Hart wife to let to let WWE and Doug Owen, which I, I'm, I'm all the way behind. Yeah, I full heartedly agree with him. Um, I didn't know that they were that tight together, but I forgot they were in the nation together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people forget that Owen was even in the nation. Oh, yeah, all the time. A change, yeah. a change is going to come. Yeah. A change is going to come. And Sidebar, before we, get, before, we get, before we get too far from it. Did you know that that nigga Future was talking about cheesecake when he said sensational? Blew my fucking mind. Well, cheesecake is sensational. I finally, I finally saw the whole clip like two days ago on Twitter. I was like, what the hell? It is sensational. It is. Yeah. It's like cheesecake. I, I, I just I, I love cheesecake. It's <laughs> sensational. I was I like, nigga, what? Shout out Future. I, you know what? I'm tired of people whoring Future out for their tour dates, yo. Nikki, I'm talking to you, love. Yeah. Stop whoring Future for your fucking tour dates because you need Future to sell out. I'm, I'm going to say, you need Future to sell out. I don't, I don't think Nikki will sell out by herself. I I do I think I, the barbs yeah. are the barbs are strong I do yeah, think that yeah. but that's what people fail to realize is yeah. that Nikki has a fan base a strong one but her star is failing like if this new album ain't a hit ain't another smash it might be a rapola with that uh with that cover she's off to a good start hell yeah man the cover she's off to a good start it's my my whole thing is this if y'all let's call a spade a spade man if y'all gonna be like yo Nikki look hot. On the Queen cover, then y'all gotta stop coming for Kim. No, 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 I'm not saying it's just because she looked hot. I'm saying because of the whole message behind it. Like you know what I'm saying. Also, um, use what you use what you got. Like she came in to get shit. This she, ain't the Players Club, will. Yeah, <laughs> but but seriously, like her whole entire image and gimmick has always been about her body. So what you gonna stop now for? Is right. when you change shit up too much is when you fail. Right. Well, you know what? We had that on the docket, so let's talk about it now. Um, Nikki. Has made some comments in a magazine, you know, saying some stuff about how um, Instagram girls and models, you know, putting their body out there. They shouldn't have to do that. They're beautiful. They're queens. And this is that and the third. But um, somebody pointed out that, like, yo, you do the same thing. You talk about people eating your ass with a straw, sucking your your pussy with a straw and shit. Uh, There's a lot of duplicitous, um, what's that word? Duplicitous. Yeah, duplicitous. Yeah. Look that shit up. Um, <laughs> fuck, what is it? 
I'm I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm forgetting I, everything. I, no, I feel like I feel like Nikki is at a very vulnerable point in her career, mm-hmm. where her fans are gonna defend her because in their eyes she can do no wrong, but the quality of the music is not what it was. So the larger larger audience and the hip-hop audience uh, is really not fucking with her no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's right. so many alternatives now. She's been Cardi gone B. for so long. Yeah, you got Cardi B who came out and just killed the scene, really. Like, you got, like, it, it's a it's a lot for, it's a lot, it's competition now. When Nicki first came out, there was really no competition. Mm-hmm. Critical. Like, you got so much, uh, you there's just so much other talent out there that she can really get outshine right now. I think, like, For like real. even with even with motorsport, like you know, everybody was like, "Oh, Cardi B had the better verse," which I thought it was fucking crazy because I thought Nicki smoked that shit. But you know, it, it it's all opinionated. The same way niggas ain't like Biggie, but they like pop. But my thing right. is this: like, yo, you can't be saying that women are queens and this, this, that, and the third. And you talking, you on Twitter talking about who's playing bed at their next dick appointment. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. Talking about he tossed my salad like his name Romaine, and when we done, I make him buy me ball main, which is a trash bar. That Money is a can't... terrible bar. Money oh can't fit clips. I tell the hoes when they strip it, they can play with my clit. Trash bar. But you know what it yeah, is, that is also that that terrible. Also, that's also part of her gimmick though. She's been doing it for so long. But but Nikki got bars. Like that's so that's elementary. Like Jay Z once said, "Is it Uchi Wally Wally? It isn't one mic. Is a black girl lost a shorty? Oh, you for ice." So you know what it is. It's it's all of those things, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because like I said, Nikki's audience is so diverse. You gotta understand that you know we guys and we interpreted the music one way, but Nikki also appeals to gay people. Who you know, gay people they hear right. that shit and they like, yes, queen. Like you know what I'm saying, like. She got girls who've been listening to her since they were 16, 17 years old. Like and, and like I said, you could they she can't do no wrong in their eyes. So it's um it's it's difficult when you're pen when you pigeonhole yourself into being known for one thing and you try to expand and be something else. Is not everybody makes that transition so easily. Okay. I so see. so you know what I'm saying? So I feel like she's in a really that's why I said she, I feel like she's in a vulnerable spot. This is uh this is what the critic has said. He said, Dear Nicki Minaj, your lyrics are hypocritical. Went over to L Magazine to slut shame certain types of women because that wasn't your route, allegedly. People need to stop trying to dictate and police women and their bodies. If you can't help, don't hurt, Nicki. So Nicki responded with, Had you had read the article, I was critiquing myself more than anything. What I said was, I hope my overt sexual lyrics and photos don't make my fans think that I'm telling them to be promiscuous and to know their worth. Basically, that's like a drug dealer saying, yo, I hope this weed, don't, me selling this weed to them, don't make them think that they can smoke this all the time because they might get addicted. Yeah, I saw that when it, when she responded. I was like, because people were on my timeline, I'm liking it. I'm like, man, shut up, Nikki. <laughs> and this is also shut up to um, the person, Jerome Trammell, who's a um, music critic, he has started a GoFundMe page, as all people do right now in 2008. Um, he is... Teen. 18. 18. Oh, yeah. what I say? 2008. Eight. Oh my, yo, I'm messing up everything. I, I'm, yo, been, I'm the high one. What is your excuse? He, it's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend, man. Um, anyway, on his GoFundMe page, 
he said that uh, he's concerned for his safety and will be raising money to hire a lawyer to fight this case. She's trying to um, sue him for libel or whatever. And Nikki uh, is, yeah. And he's gonna um he's planning to counter sue her for cyberbullying because she told him to. Uh, what else she said to this man? He's gonna win. She told him to um yeah. And here's a tweet. Somebody retweeted it and said, um, you want me to beat that nigga, Nikki? And she said, yeah, beat that nigga like he stole something. Inciting bullying and violence has led me to receive thousands of messages and comments telling me to kill myself, hang myself, and die, and that they will beat me up and kill me. Yeah, he gonna win that. Yeah. See, Nikki, this is what happens. This is what happens when, like, you... Also, thank you, uh, April for playing the save on role in the podcast and bringing up some information for us. Thank you. We got mm-hmm. April working tonight. <laughs> um, and she helped me find that word hypocritical. Thank you. Anyway, uh, what what y'all think gonna happen with this? He, I think he's gonna win with that. That's that's solid. Yeah, that's not he. That's not he gonna win. That's a that's a done deal already. Nikki's gonna take that. Uh, I mean, and as we've seen with her brother, settle in court. I, I don't think she yeah, but say she settled out of court. She, yeah, she probably settled out of court because I mean, I, her family just don't got don't have uh have luck with legal issues, right? You know what I'm saying? We seen her brother, so yeah, because her boy, her brother got popped for a minute. Like, how long is he gonna be in? Her brother, her brother got his ass whooped in jail too recently for being a child They don't play with them in there. I watch a lot of long, right. locked up and locked down on Netflix. That's, that's what they call them chomos. Right. Um, I was about to say, nigga, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Yeah, you probably was watching Locked Up. So, um, probably. It's a great show. What did you guys think about uh, uh, Enzo Amore, Real Ones, new, aka Real One, new music video? Um, Trash. Like a G, or was it Barry the G, or something like that? The, the, I, I won't say just trash. The actual quality of the of the video was fantastic. Yo, song him was and his brother ass. are amazing direct garbage. They're amazing yeah, directors. This song was just garbage. The song is better than Hot the first garbage. One. He's got like this wheezy flow where I can't tell if he's singing or is he rapping. And his bar structure sounds like a sonnet. Rap- rapping just ain't his thing. No. Did y'all see the shade that uh, he gave WWE in the first, though? Yeah. They didn't, uh, what did they say? Uh, um, wish him well on his endeavors. Mm-hmm. Right. But he also shaded like, uh, WWE on that recent Undercover Boss episode with yeah. uh, Stephanie. They had the kid that was named Enzo. Right. Uh, he I saw on, that. He went on Twitter and kind of made a comment about it. So um, there's uh, there's definitely some smoke going on over there. Well, he's aligned himself with 50, so get the strap. Yeah. Or King Troll. And um, obviously, um, they said something. They try to do something on Twitter, where they trying to set up something between him and Michael B. Jordan, a little charity oh, yeah. fight or whatever. Oh yeah, Creed. Enzo and um Enzo and Fifty called Michael B. Jordan out on Twitter, mm-hmm. talking about they want smoke. They want the smoke. Listen, I'm an Enzo fan, and I'll tell you right now, that nigga does not want to get in the ring with Michael B. Jordan. No, right. Michael B. Jordan will probably come. Will rock this nigga like. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not even like he, you gotta understand. This is a guy who he's in amazing physical uh, shape. 
He's yo, and he's training to be a world champion boxer in a movie. After he just was training to be a world class killer. Exactly. Like, so this is a yikes. A, uh, I believe it was a wise man by the name of Little Dirk once said, "This ain't what, what you, you want." want. <laughs> This ain't what you want. Ed. So I'm sorry. Yo, man, what, what's left? But what's next on the docket, bro? Um, okay, so Kanye promised us all of these albums, and we have received every single one except Tiana. Okay, so Will on our earlier shows did was I want? Did I say that he was all these albums gonna come out on time? Did I say that? <sighs> I, if I remember correctly, I remember you saying that we weren't. We, 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 I didn't think they were all going to come out. Yeah, okay. Well, he's three for three. He's three for three. I'm, I'm, you know what it is? But can we count Nasir as three a for three or a Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about... Okay. That was botched. Yeah, well, well say, that that was trash. That was botched only because... What, Nasir was trash or the rollout was trash? The rollout. Yeah, because uh, me and CJ was talking about it. And they didn't release the the location because I was trying to go when we first landed. Right. They didn't release the location of where the uh, listening party was going to be until about 45 minutes before it happened. And then you have Yes Jules lead, lead a crowd of black people from Queensbridge Projects to the place where they had the release. Why would you send Yes Jules out there? He's called us niggas. Nigga. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say Will this. Right now, y'all. I'm gonna say this. I'm happy that Kanye's making music again. Mm-hmm. I appreciate these projects for what they are. And if this is the beginning of him consistently making music in the sense that these albums are seven songs and he's sticking to this format, then I'm here for it. Yo, he's straight like he's going into his bag with these uh what you call it, yo. With these um the production. Production. He's in his bag right now. The hard, like the hardest Nasir, um production is amazing. The hardest joint on, on Nasir is uh well my favorite shit is the shit the intro. Oh, not not for radio? Oh my god. I love white linen. Let me tell you something. White linen's my shit. But let me tell you something. Nas and Diddy together. Hate me now. That old hate me now feel. It did be all you need is Diddy talking shit in the background while Nas raps. And that's just gonna So um I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Whenever y'all listen to the next Joe Budden podcast, Joe Budden and them, they completely ripped Nasir. They ripped it. Like, they completely, Damn. like, they trashed it. They trashed it. Felt, it. It, felt a, it felt a little lazy to me, man. Like, because you know what it did? It made me go back and listen to Life is Good, which is a very underrated album. Because nobody, nobody talks about that shit at all. But the album, the album I, I was like fantastic. And I like well, that better. I like, like, two tracks on there. I like the, um, the Bob Baby joint and Black Bond is amazing. I like I like mm-hmm. daughters on like oh yeah, yeah. Daughters, daughters on there too and uh summer on smash summer on smash Cher- cherry wine too cherry oh wine. cherry wine was oh my god so that's five songs so that's yeah that was pretty mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean I liked yay um we had talked about that I like Kitsy Ghost I like that photo was um I like mm-hmm. Nasir so now. Oh yeah, Daytona. So he's four for four, four for yeah. four. Yeah. Something that I've noticed though, and, I, and it could just be me because I listen to a lot of shit. 
I haven't gone back to any of the previous albums yet. Um, like I played them hard body for like a week, but I haven't gone back to anything. I still, I still jam yay. Um, I think I listened to Infrared or Santeria or whatever a couple of days ago on the flight up here. Um, you know what it is. Kiss, Kissy Ghost has a, a um, has been getting a lot of consequence for me. And um, now see, I was playing Nasir all day today. I'm going to tell you what it is, too, because I had the same problem that Will's having. I, I don't really replay them too much. Um, I I don't know if it's just me, bro, but right now, like, musically, lately, I'm in a weird fucking place for music, yo. Like, I'm listening to right. a lot more old shit than I am new shit. I feel you on that. I downloaded a lot of old shit on the run today. Um, I was in this restaurant in Harlem. Shout out Red Rooster. A mm-hmm. lot of old school R&B was played. A lot of old school rap was played. I was like, yo, I ain't heard this in a minute. Sidebar, shout out to, um, it's completely off subject, but shout out to K-Side Seats. They're getting a shout out on WWE Network right yeah, now. Yeah, I just saw that. But yeah, back to what you're saying. Nigga, you want to know what I've been listening to lately? Like, and it's been my scene. Are you my, listening to some Tears for Fears, my nigga? Yes, bro. Tears, yes. For, tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Nah, man, you gotta listen. Let me show you this. That's complete my. Album. That's my. Let me show you this complete album. You gotta listen to Shout. Oh no, but see, that's the thing. Like, I've just you gotta listen to Head Over Heels. Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm just saying, like. Like I've been listening to a lot of old school feel good music because I feel like everything that's out there these days is just so fucking dark. Like, Shout out to us for fears, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. take on me by um, uh-huh. Aha. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just when's the last time that we had a feel good record like that? Even John Mayer, bigger than my body. Well, I mean, we we can't go, we can't say that because the last feel good hit we had wasn't too wasn't too long ago, and I was finessed by Bruno Mars. What was it? Finesse with by Bruno Mars. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Here which, we go. Which furthers the as, argument. As Eddie Murphy was saying, come to, come to America. That's day one. That's day one. Uh, which furthers my argument that Bruno Mars is probably the greatest musical talent since 2010. I mean, if anything, he's definitely the greatest co-cat performer since Bobby Brown. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You see what I mean? You see how fast that got dark? We was talking about how good feel good music. <laughs> and cocaine was the pro- cocaine's a hell of a drug, yo. <laughs> so, we, so we're putting him over weekend and breezy. I'm you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not a weekend. I'm not a weekend here with the All right, all right. I'm not a weekend fan. I'm not a weekend fan in the least bit. So he's automatically gonna be number three. The only reason why I can't put C Breezy over Bruno Mars is he don't a, write songs. Eh, uh, Chris writes more than you would think. Yeah, but, Chris, writes, Chris writes a lot, I, especially but, after he stopped fucking around with Esther Dean. He had to start writing. Right, him. He stopped fucking with Esther Dean and um seven. What's it? What's the seven? It was the other dude, Kevin McCall. Um, Kevin McCall. Thank you. I'm about to say Kevin Gates. Oh, that that don't sound right. <laughs> um, but. The only reason why I, I, put, I can't put Breezy over Bruno is the recent album sales because Bruno is a is a he sells records like crazy, and because of the Rihanna thing, like because Chris, Chris was Chris was supposed to be Bruno if he didn't fuck up, right? So I I can't put him above Bruno, but Lord knows me being a Breezy Mark, I want to, but I can't do that. Oh my God, we was there for that shit. <laughs> 
We really was, dog. Like, I lost my shit. That, and that was all of our reactions. Oh, my God. Dog, I have never popped harder than that in my fucking life. Niggas cry, like, like, niggas crying, niggas hugging Yo, <laughs> I grabbed Corey. Yo, like, I, immediate, I immediately was that lost my voice. Was that they just put on TV? Yeah. Yeah, it was. We, they they, that it, all the that's time, not really yeah. a big... Yeah. Dog, like, I immediately, I was immediately hoarse after that. Yeah. Immediately he was, was all done. My voice was done. And this was, like, this was nowhere near the end of the show. Like, my voice was done. Wow. So, um. Dog, watch this again. I got goosebumps all over yeah, again. Me too. Oh, I, my I, I, like, God. You can ask CJ. I just started bouncing to the music in my head. <laughs> oh. Um, speaking, speaking of bouncing, I put on Twitter last night, and I fully believe it to be true. You a goddamn liar if you don't if you say you don't bounce to Alistair Black's music. Oh yeah, I was I think I was one of the first ones who who was saying that yo that's a vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was one of the yo, he's so big. He just said, I think I, I put in the elite chat like yo that's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Man, honestly, and uh, as far as themes go right now, um, and I, I said it in in the in Suplex City yesterday, um. Johnny Gargano shit is the hardest shit out right now. I'm sorry, my, I, my... I love it, but it, it just don't hit in the arena. Like it hit on in the, on speakers, like on, and in a car. Did he just don't hit in the shit? arena. I don't. Was it Paramore? No, but it, it's funny because Candice did the same thing last night. That Paramore? That's not Paramore. <laughs> um, my theme right now that's killing me. Bianca Belair's joint. I never needed you. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm. Yo, that's yo. That theme is dope to me. That's a that's a future NXT Women's Champion. That's what you're talking about? Most Facts. definitely. Most definitely. Talk about it. Yo, April's face as she's watching these people go through ladders and joints. <laughs> Dog, we were we were there for that. We saw that shit live. Like, she's grimacing right now. She's like, Ugh. all right, um. Like, did you see what, what Big E said when after the that pop? Was he pop. was like, oh, he said, oh, my, now that was a pop. <laughs> okay, right, so let's talk on. about it. Let's talk about it. Summer Jam. What the fuck happened to Summer Jam? I wouldn't know. I, I watched for like 15 minutes and the shit looked boring. And first of all, shit was empty. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you You can't right have now. Summer Jam in New Jersey. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not the fact that it was in New Jersey. It's been there for a couple of years. I'm going to blame Jersey for everything. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what it is about Summer Jam. Summer Jam. Summer Jam was a spectacle back in the days because of, because of the level of you know of talent that was. Your gallows look hot right now, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like the level of talent that they had at Summer Jam was what made it so special. You had whoever was the biggest rapper in the game right now was definitely headlining, and you know the. More so than that, the drive was there, and they wanted to do the show. Nowadays, that's not there no more. Nobody gives a fuck about a summer jam. Nobody cares if they do the summer jam. Nobody, especially not if you don't got the biggest rapper from that area on the of fucking on the bill. My thing is six nine should have been there. I don't yes, care sir. how you feel about him. I don't care if you think he's a child. Facts. Mixer. Talk I don't about think it. If you, I don't care if you don't like him just because he's calling out your favorite rapper and saying them niggas is pussy. I don't care about none of that. The fact is, my man is seven for seven right now on them billboards. He got the hottest joints ringing out of NYC. He should have touched that stage. And that's and that's just the bottom line. Like facts, like like that was that was that was real cornball shit. 
real porn bullshit by Hot 97 not having him on the show. Like, and like e- you said, I fully Yo, agree. is a herb for that shit, man. Fuck Super Ebro. herb. Super herb. And like, and this man went to great lengths to get inside some gym. This man put makeup on his face. Right. This man really tried to get up in there, but you can't no, do yeah, that. This, you you, you listen, brought a hundred goons with you. Listen, bro, this nigga, this nigga puts his life on the line every day. He's a music. Every day he's a rapper. Yo, shut up, CJ. Right. CJ, every every day six nine is alive. This nigga is dissing somebody, and he's he's putting his life on the line. Oh yeah, he's definitely not gonna live past twenty twenty. Like, like, but man, it's good. It's like, gonna be an entertaining two in years. In Chicago, yo, this is what I'm saying. Like, yo, he took Chief Keith baby mama out shopping. Let me tell you something. This nigga First is of- not. You gotta understand that this is not a rapper that's saying "oh fuck Chingy" or "fuck like you know what I'm saying." Somebody who's not gonna do nothing. Where did he Because I was thinking of the most pussy rapper that I could think of. Right <laughs> out of the bag, of, he, he grabbed the out of the bag of the irrelevant rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. Like he's going after the hardest niggas out there. YG, right? Gang. Like he's gonna throw he's gonna throw real real gang niggas mm-hmm. like. Right? Like they still bang right now. Right, right, right. Like, and the funny thing is, nothing really happened to him so far. Right. Mm. So, so he should have been on that Summer Jam stage. Bro. And he was on O Block. He was on O Block, even though it was five in the morning, and and the birds was chirping, and people was collecting their trash. All right, he was so, up there. All right, so uh, we got to talk about this because you know I'm 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 always a. I'm always trying to be a uh, a voice of reason. And, Yo, know. shout out CJ for really like doing investigative research, <laughs> directing the show, like you know all uh, types of shit. I really low key think like CJ's like, Yo, I'm trying to get this show away, so y'all get the fuck out my house. No, 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 no. no. I'm, they, just, I'm trying to. They, I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give them the best uh the best of every discussion that we could possibly have on the show. Ooh, so I like um, that. I like that. so variety. I'll, mm, um, spicy. <laughs> Sensational. Um, <laughs> You know, it's always a it's always a negative whenever somebody gets injured or hurt or you know anything is uh things are just taken where they shouldn't be. So um it's only right that we talk on this Rich the Kid uh situation. You know, over the weekend he uh there was a robbery, uh Rich the Kid was jumped, uh he got robbed of his chains and some money. Um, Tor- Tory Bricks, who fifty thousand dollars? Who put? Who the fuck puts fifty thousand dollars in their pockets? Now, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm clearly gonna... you don't watch Blackish because Pops carries around. <laughs> I'm gonna elaborate on that. You don't trust banks. I'm gonna elaborate on that in a minute, but I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna just break down what happened. So, um, he went over to his girlfriend or a friend of his. Uh, That's Tor- not his girlfriend. He's cheating on his wife. Shout out to Twerk Team, Tory Bricks. Uh, you know who's an acquaintance of his. He went over to her house. Uh, Investigative reporting. Um. You know, two. What did she say? It was two niggas or five niggas? I don't. And that's where the shit gets hazy. Two to five niggas right. entered the house. Niggas. Five niggas entered the house with uh with weapons and uh, you know, they jumped with the kid. He left on the stretcher. Uh, they split Tory Brick shit open. She got stitches on her cheek. Uh, they robbed. Yes. They robbed him for his chains. They got away with fifty k. Um, you know, it's just a it's a fucked up situation all around. What I don't dig, however, is everybody on social media who, you know, including the game, who always has a has a way of voicing his opinion on these situations, but he do he be doing some fuck nigga shit too. But um 
you know, everybody going out there saying, oh, you know, she lined him and, you know, she set him up and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that, that's the consensus. You know what it is. And, 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 I, that's what it looks like. But, you know, his wife even said it. But you know what it is also at the end of the day, what you what, what, and what people fail to realize is why does it have to be her? She. This is somebody who we know was established before Richard Kid was even thought of. She does have her own money. He did go to her house. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the same way that we could point the finger at her, we could point the finger at anybody who's in this man's camp, because that's where I think it's coming from. Right yeah. now, it's entirely too easy to pull up on this man. Lil, e, Lil Uzi did it out of nowhere, caught him slipping. You know what I'm saying? Now this happens. I think it's somebody in his camp who's dropping pins on this man's location everywhere he goes. Because how is it that it's that convenient? You know what I'm saying? Like six, I mean, nine, six nine definitely across America, and we don't know where the fuck this nigga's at. But I know everywhere Rich the Kid is at. That's a great point, man. It's a great point. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I've been kind of following the situation. Um, first off, Rich the Kid should never fight a man who just wants to go shopping with young thugs. That's all. Little Uzi Bird doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't. I mean, he raps. He doesn't bother nobody. All he wants to do is just shop with young thug. And buy chokers and the Marilyn Manson parachute pants and make chicken burgers. Yeah. But this, I don't know, man. They messed her eye up. But this is what I'm saying. But it looked like one of those bruises that, like, all right, you ready? You ready? I'm gonna hit you. No, but it wasn't a bruise, though. Did you see her pictures? Like, her shit is really split open. Oh, what? Yeah, like, she's gonna have a scar on her face for the rest of her life. Damn. From those stitches. Damn. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like, yo, like, as much as people are so quick to try to question her legitimacy and say she lined him up, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't there. You don't know what the case may be. Maybe somebody else lined him up. Maybe it's one of his men. Because, ooh, look at, yo. It just looks, yeah. it looks April is getting her save on on right now. It just looks too convenient. Like, it just looks too convenient, bro. Where was Young May? Where was Young May at for this, yo? Maybe it was Young May who set this up. Maybe. Yo, does this shit look like a smiley face? Ooh. Look at Yeah. Was a ring like a smiley face? Nah, she got hit with the with the with the butt of the gun. Oh. Yeah. She, she 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 definitely got gun butted. Like But I can understand why people, why people thought it was her because it just sounds too convenient. Like you go into this chick's house and all of a sudden you get jumped at this chick's house. Right, like, right, right. You and you know what it is also I think what we what people fail to realize is that would be the case. If it was a regular hood nigga, we're not talking right. about regular hood niggas. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about people, celebrities. These are these are celebrities. That Her are, sister that, was there at the time of the robbery. Exactly. That's another layer to the onion. Like you know what I'm saying? She had something. To, she has something to lose. So she took the blow to the face for her sister. Right. I was like, I gotta hold this and I gotta fix it. So uh, this is what she said in response to everybody saying that um, she set him up. She said, "I'm disappointed because I ain't set nobody up." Right. At the end of the day, if I asked Rich for it, he would have given it to me. That's how much he fucks with me. I don't got no, but I don't got to ask nobody for no chain. I've got my own money. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah, that's mm. that's my dramatic reading. She's uh, well, <laughs> let's keep that in mind. She's uh, she's right. I don't see I don't see where she's fabricating any point of that story. Yeah, and we've well, I've known about this whole thing. With um, what you call it for a minute? 
we were there for that also. Yo, this documentary is mad recent. Like they got stuff up even I'm up to WrestleMania at, right now. At Bourbon Street, right? Um, but yeah, back to Tori. Um Tori and Rich the Kid, this there's been news about them messing around with each other for a while now, for the past couple months. Um I think he married, I don't know if it was Lady Luscious or Miss Twerksome from the Twerk team. Wow, that's what he first fucked up. Shout out to the Twerk team though. But um he married one of them and um she uh caught him. She posted um his call logs. He had Tory Bricks on there. He had a whole bunch of girls on there that he was texting like, yo, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is his immediate karma for that. Yeah. It's 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 very unfortunate, man. It's super unfortunate. Um, listen, I, listen, listen. I don't want nobody to get robbed. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't want nothing. I don't want nobody to lose anything. I tend to, I tend Word. to do this. I tend to do this. And uh, you know, I did it when we did the whole Drake and Pusha T segment. Uh, you know, so I'm gonna do it with uh, Rich the Kid. Happy Father's Day, Drake. Happy Father's Day to me. Fuck Drake. <laughs> um, but uh, Rich the Kid, if you're listening, get your life together, my brother. Go home, be a father. Hey, there's no rule anywhere that says you can't be a father and a great husband and still make fire music. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might have told that to <laughs> Oh my god, that, that was that was the lowest of blow. That was a knock on more of low blow. <laughs> Not bad. Um. Yeah, man. So, um, enough about Rich the Kid. Um. I, who had a decent album? Who had a pretty good album? Not even gonna put, not yeah, even you would fun. tell me about that. Um, Kyrie and Kalani. Can we can we get the, can we get the uh, Kalani message from Kyrie, please? That nigga just want the whole thing back. That's what that's all that is. Hey, listen, Rory said this at the podcast, and after looking at further evidence, I believe he has he is onto something. Listen, listen, yo. Kaylani, chest areas have been looking proper and perky as of late. She got a, mm-hmm. she got a, she got a job. I think she got a job. Oh, she got him enhanced. Yeah, she 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 definitely did some work. She, she got she got a Charlotte, but um, and she's pretty much been everywhere right now. She y'all yeah, because she been she been touring nonstop. Like she she's was touring. been in bed with Den, with with Demi. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say this. Cause she was touring with Demi. She yeah. was opening for Demi. I'm gonna say this. Kyrie wants that old thing back. He does. He yeah, does. he do. He does. But um. But why wait after two years, bro? Thank you. Cause niggas, nigga, we don't know what the fuck we want N- in the moment. Niggas, yeah. fuck, niggas fuck up too. Exactly. Like, so he just saw her getting lambasted for years, and he's like, you know what? Enough's enough, guys. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta understand, and I, I, you know, Kyrie's my guy, one of my favorite basketball players, but. This is a nigga who thinks the earth is flat, bro. Thank you. <laughs> like, like it's I mean, a joke to him. This is a he's, a, he's, a, he's a couple fries sort of a happy meal. You dig? Like, he went to Duke, Will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what. You know who goes, you know who go. you know how he would go to Duke? Failure NBA players and engineers. Kyrie. Like, um, so yeah, when it comes to Kyrie and Kaylani, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the whole issue. I really don't care anymore. Can I can I read? The, can I do my dramatic reading? Go ahead. <clears throat> and I quote, Kaylani, I'm sorry. I know this is long overdue, 
I have to speak on this simply because I owe it to you and you deserve the world to see you for you and how beautiful you are inside and out. Nigga, you don't owe her shit. And not for the attachment to an emotional moment in time when we both had to grow up and learn about our hearts and our souls in a world that judges and adds on fictitious pressure. Talk about it. This nigga wrote her a fucking book. Side note, and also add to we are public public figures now on the social media monster of a platform. I did not want any more, any more negative energy towards her in any way. She did not cheat or intentionally hurt me. She actually did something extremely noble and respectful. But the fact that this is still a lingering narrative is really outdated at this point. And, and as I'm hearing about what people are doing to try and intentionally hurt her on my behalf is bullshit. The lack of understanding of what we went through is very a lot of unwarranted things, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I want, I want Kalani back. This apology was long overdue. I love you. We are hashtag we are not dating. We are besties. We've been besties. I'm grateful. I've never stopped. Never well. He spelled will wrong, but anyway. Again, nah. The nigga nah. thinks the earth is flat, bro. The, there's no amount of money in this fucking world that you can pay me to make me think that Kyrie Irving actually wrote that dribble. No way. Yo, no way. Another reason why I don't believe this shit because I read the book Return to the King. Um, All right, yeah, maybe you tell me about that. Which talks about the the Warriors coming back from three one. It actually starts from when they lost that that year to the Warriors before they came back three one. And Brian Windhorst said that yo, this man was distraught over this whole Kalani thing. Yeah, shout out shout out to Brian Windhorst who made a career out of being a LeBron groupie. Like you other niggas get it together because y'all be on LeBron's nuts, but Brian Windhorst literally made a career and got paid for out it. of being a LeBron groupie and got paid for it. And yo, the fact that they put in real names, they put Kalani Parish. Oh, you use government. They, <laughs> they use government. They use, um, what was parties of J- Jamel, Jameer, Braithwaite, or whatever? Yo, they put. Out governments, they so they they put the, this man was destroyed. This let man t- was. Let me tell you something. He it's Kyrie, Kaylani. Niggas Party. give niggas giving this whole situation too much energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, is at the end of the day, if she cheated, she went through the ringer for it. I know I wasn't fucking with her for a little bit because of the whole suicide attempt. Oh yeah, Chris Breezy gave it that. Email. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know like, what? Once again, I'm a I'm a I'm a Chris Mark, but Chris need to shut the fuck up, man. That's like, a, that's, that was that, that was had a, nothing that to do with you, though. The whole suicide shit, and yep. it's just like yo. At the end of the day, it was it was a it was a it was a hot topic in the moment, but nobody give a fuck if you want her back now, bro. Now, right. the album sold. All niggas care about Facts. now. All niggas care about now is where you leave in Boston to go to. Right. It's coming to New York. Come to New York, nigga. Come to New York with LeBron, man. He's coming to like LeBron's not coming to New York. Nah, that's not happening. Listen, man. LeBron don't want any parts of that smoke. Listen. LeBron and Kyrie come to New York with KP. That's another con- that's another conversation. We can- we'll go all night with that shit. LeBron and New- LeBron and Kyrie come to New York with KP. Kevin Durant, you're done, you peasy headed bitch. Real quick, back to the Kaylani joint. Like, I one thing I will say about the situation is that it actually made me a fan of her music because I'd never heard of her at all. And when that shit broke, I checked out the mixtape, and that I was a fan after that. I was like, oh, well, well, damn, she actually pretty dope. 
I had no clue who she was until that until it exploded, you know, in the groups and on Facebook and on social media about that post that party put up. I knew about Kalani from Kalani's Freestyle from um Party Next Door, which is one of my favorite songs from Party, um the Kalani Freestyle. Um I, I learned about Kalani just from the internet and just listening to different music and shit like that. And also she has a dope song with um BJ the Chicago kid. I fuck with her single. I thought distraction was dope. Yeah, yeah I was talking about even before then like yeah, the, the, her mixtape joint was good too. Yeah, like I didn't really I never really considered myself a fan of her music. I never really like fucked hard with it like that. I just thought it was like, she's a dope artist. Right. And I just think that the same way, you know, that sometimes the lines tend to get blurred and you know, sometimes personal shit that goes on in people's personal lives changes how you look at them regardless of the music. That's what I feel like she was a victim of. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, who the fuck are we? We just people. We the consumers. We just ordinary mm-hmm. people. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Take it slow, slow, slow. Uh, go ahead. Talk to him. Take it slow. <laughs> okay. Will is in his Nat King Cole bag right yeah, now. There we go with the vocals. Um, okay, guys. Last topic of the night. Uh... In the, Our, in the, the, the authority, the authority of hip hop, the, <laughs> the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon of the music industry. Hold on, hold on. Before we, <laughs> before we even, before we even, before we even drop the bomb on it, this only proved that Hove is still salty about Ether. Dog. This and nigga, no, this proves that he's still salty with Kanye. Yeah. Oh yeah. This nigga said, hold on, y'all niggas want to do an album together? Fuck your yes, Friday but, yeah. fuck your Friday release. We'll release shit on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Fuck releases an album on Saturday. And guess what? They got Jay Z, that's they got, they got bonus points because they shit wasn't botched. Them niggas released Facts. it on all streams. <laughs> they, and on and on and on top they of released all of that. it after a concert. Yeah. And, and right. they didn't even say that it was done. It was just on a screen. Album out now. Yo, but you know what's funny? A lot of people knew that the album was done. Like it, uh, oh that album that album that album has been done and if in you see Jay Z if you see Jay Z with the the wolf haircut he's already said when he has the wolf when he grows his hair out every time he does an album but here's the thing I I think I feel like this album was done after four 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 no yeah of course this is oh the, yeah this it's is been the done the trilogy is lemonade four 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 and then this like I feel like this but but when word. did they do this though. During. Oh this is this this has been because if you so you're if you if you done during four 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 yes. Yes, I'm about to say I have on good authority from a couple different sources that this album has been done in the bag six, six to seven months ago. Shout, shout out, out Jimmy. shout out to Jimmy and and, a, and another homie who I'm not going out on the show. It's been done at least six to seven months. Right. So uh, and know, so when they saw Nas come out on Friday, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll explain it to him. Take over the breaks over. I'll explain it to him. We good now. And but on top on top of all of that, aside from the conspiracy theories and how they dropped it, and the album is fucking fire. It is. I first, album, when I first album. heard "Top Off," when I first heard Beyonce rapping on "Top Off," I was off not with it. I was not with Beyonce rapping. Yeah, she need to keep that. I heard ape shit. She went ape shit. It's yeah. gonna be real awkward when Beyonce wins Best Female Rapper over Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Nah, she gotta come out with a body. Super awkward. She gotta come out with a body for that. But um, <laughs> she gotta come out with a body. She gotta come out with a body of work for that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm I, you know what? It's uh, it definitely shows why they're at the top of the game. Exactly. In, in each of their respective. Fields. They're the authority. 
Yeah. First of all, they, it, when she said, if I gave a fuck about streams, I would have dropped Lemonade on Spotify. Nigga, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know you married the J when you say some arrogant shit like that. Like, Yo, but with, some, nothing, with some factual shit, though. But you know what? Also, I heard that this was kind of a desperation move because, uh, you know, prior to them dropping the album. Oh, the, know, the, the ticket sales are terrible. Yeah, they, they're currently on the run. You know, they're doing the on the run to tour. Kind of empty. And uh, yep. people, when they realized that they were performing the same fucking songs that they've seen them perform at the previous two or three tours that they did together. As a uh, fan, I'd be pissed off. They, yeah, people started, you know, selling their tickets um, and, you know, Facts. putting them on StubHub and shit. I don't want no OTR2. I don't even want an OTR3. Give me some new shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I already went to 444 tour. This is a, this Which is a dope-ass show, though. Desperation move, but it worked. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I didn't even, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that because we, it was coming out that the shows were empty and that they weren't yeah. selling. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that was, that, that, was, that was, I didn't think about that. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. definitely now niggas going to want to go to see them perform these songs. Right. But if you, but imagine if your show already came and went, like, how salty are you right now? Yeah, I'm very salty. Like, I already had my show and y'all niggas didn't perform nothing new. And I'm going to yeah. drop a whole ass album. In the middle of the tour, word, word. Yeah, I'm mad as shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super hot with that, man. Super hot with that. But um, the, I've haven't really given it a full listen yet, um, because I was still, I was like, fuck y'all, I'm still jamming the Nazi. <laughs> yeah. But um, I will say track. after I, I bumped it all day, ape shit and love happy. Um, definitely the best two tracks of the joint. I love um, ape shit and friends. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Jay was Jay was talking that real talk on friends. I'm gonna say this. Hove, stop trying to dress like childish Gambino, nigga. Hovish right. Gambino. Hovish Gambino. Stop trying to dress like childish Gambino. I will say that that joint, when you get to it, you'll know what I'm talking about. With the song Nice, it's trash. That's like he's, the only song I don't I don't fuck with on the entire album. He's trying to get his Donald Glover bag, man. Yeah. So um, Will, before we let you go, man, any shout outs? Anything? Any sleepers? You got any sleepers you wanna play? Any sleepers, man. Shoot, if it's on them, and that ain't gonna be on it because it's on title. I was gonna say run with ape shit, but that ain't gonna be on it. Um, yeah, you know they ain't fuck with no Apple Music. <laughs> nah, not at all. Like I said, she said she don't need the streams, <laughs> but we do fuck yeah. Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. Right, <laughs> this plug, and you can get two dope smarts on Apple Podcasts. Right, or Anchor. Or Anchor. Or, Shout out to Anchor. Or SoundCloud. Don't can't forget about SoundCloud. No, we ain't fuck with SoundCloud no more, man. Oh uh, damn, it's a rap for SoundCloud. It's a rap for SoundCloud, man. The, num- mm. the numbers are in. We get more. We get more love off the app and and what you call it. Damn, SoundCloud ain't got no love for the Smarks. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I, f- I felt like Snoop on that. I felt like Snoop. Y'all don't Maybe fuck with the commish. Great. Y'all don't fuck with the high chief. Y'all don't smoke with the smooth criminal. Facts. Oh, that's your new name now, Smooth Criminal? Hey, listen, man. I, I, I go by many different names. <laughs> mm. Mm. And and this, let this be a public declaration that it's only a matter of time before I'm a champion again in the city. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. bang, bang. Okay. So, Will, you bang, ain't got no sleepers? Bang, bang. Um, SES, what else? It's called Criminal by State Champs. Pop punk band. Pretty dope. Third, it's the third album. And um, just real good. Summer music, man. Uh, Criminal by State Champs. 
Okay, okay. Well, right. we're going to get into Will Sleeper. Will, thank you, sir, for blessing us with your presence on the show. We know you got work tomorrow. Um, yo, um, shout-outs. Anybody got shout-outs? What's up? Um, shout-out to Jeff Cobb. We, I'll see you at All In. Facts. Shout-out to Jeff Cobb for uh, being All In. And I love the shameless promotion. I love it. Sitting at the 123 booth. Um, bang, bang. Um... Shout out for me. Uh, shout out to my family. Shout out, you know, my girl Nina, uh, the whole family, my son, my baby boy who's teething. You know, he just turned one this week. Uh, Kason, I love you. Um, shout you know, out to me. Shout out to me because it's fucking Father's Day. He's like, I'm bitch, father. I'm me. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a father before anything. I like that. Good, you know good saying? dad unite. And not only that. I'm a father, and these niggas didn't even send me nothing for Father's Day. All these niggas that I be sunning in the city and sunning on social media and all of that. <laughs> so all you motherfuckers, I'm claiming y'all on my taxes. Y'all not getting shit for that, all right? <laughs> um, they got really aggressive. They got yeah. really super fucking aggressive out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yo, man, uh, shout out to the good brothers, Will and CJ. Uh, shout out my girl. Shout out my family. Um, shout out Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what's good? Um, shout out uh, the city. Shout out the elite. Um, shout out to Joe Budden, Rory, and now um, shout out to Ice. They really tra- treated the brother good. Um, I talked to Joe for a long time. I talked to Rory then for for a good little minute. Like those really good people, really good guys. Um, shout out to them for an excellent show last night. Um, Shout out to New York for welcoming me back home. It always felt good. Um, shout out to BBQs. Shout out to BBQs for the <laughs> for the hitting, for the uh, for the food, and all in the drinks and the drink. Um, shout out to one yo. I'm, we're gonna speak to you offline about this one thing. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're gonna talk offline about that. But shout out to this to them. Right. We just go. We ain't gonna say that. But shout out to them. Right. Um. What else, man? Shout out to everybody who's been fucking with us. Um, shout out to the Committee Podcast, South Breed, 706, Marcus Sniffles. Um, we all straight up sunned somebody, um, a snowflake online today. Two podcasts came to the sun to sun some racists. Hey, listen. Shout out to that dickhead. Shout out to that dickhead. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't even about color. It was just the right. fact that you were a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you, dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> fucker. Anyways, um, we're gonna get into Will Sleeper, then we'll get into mine, then we'll get into CJ. But um, hey guys, uh, <laughs> we sorry that we gave y'all an episode for Sunday, but so much shit has been going on this week. Uh, with me flying out, with CJ, us getting our shit together, right. Um, a lot of shit be happening, but you know we gonna get it together. Hey, so, listen, we'll be back Thursday at our regular, you know what I'm saying, regular slot, regular time period. Well, um, we record on Thursday, but right. we release it on Friday. Right. Well, so we'll be back on Friday. Friday. Friday morning. Friday morning. Friday morning. Friday morning. I, I sometimes we do it at twelve, but um, I'm starting to feel like y'all don't appreciate that shit, so uh, <laughs> we'll just give it to y'all early in the morning. I like that. I like that. That's what Kanye said too. Sorry yeah. that happened. Right. What a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We won't have no Nasir rollout. <laughs> oh, yeah. We ain't botching this shit. We're not botching this shit. <laughs> but anyway, hey, man. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Um, Nothing left to say, but um, I want to say some deep shit, but I ain't got nothing for I got y'all. You, I got you. I got you. You got some deep shit? Uh, I, you know, no matter how hard 
life gets at times and, you know, the challenges that people face on an everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have a little faith that the universe tends to unfold exactly how it should. Have a little faith. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. And uh, everything will work out and you won't be all right, fam. And you won't be right, fam. I would play Kendrick right now, but... He would play Kendrick. And I'm getting Kendrick vocals Lamar. From, I'm getting vocals from both these niggas right now. Vocals <laughs> from both us niggas. From both niggas. Drake knows niggas. how I say niggas and not niggers, all right? <laughs> anyway, y'all. We love y'all. We out. See you on Friday. Y'all. Peace later. Peace love, man. We out. Drake.